As I uh, think a number of you know, earlier this year I went to Rome um, for a clergy conference. And the highlight of the days that I was there was to be able to attend Mass with the Pope. And I've not been able to do that since we've had our, our new Pope. And as we all know, Pope Francis is a very popular figure. He's a joyful man. And if you see him at a public audience, you can see him kind of glad-handing people as he goes down the aisle, a very extrovert personality. But what struck me when he came in for Mass and walked just by me was that his behavior in Mass is very different. As he came down the aisle in preparation for Mass, he wasn't looking to left and right and greeting people. He was either focusing straight ahead at the altar or looking down at the ground. That he was about to do something solemn and sacred. And his bodily behavior indicated that he was about to do something solemn and sacred. And the priests, I know that are regulars out there, when I asked them, said, well, actually, that is his regular pattern. That that is he is very focused in how he behaves at Mass. And in addition, before the start of Mass, uh, there was an announcement telling us not to clap and applaud when he entered, that we weren't gathered as a papal fan club, but we were gathered to worship God with the Pope. And all that I found very edifying, and it made quite an impression on me. And it made me think, well... How do we behave here in Shaftesbury, in our church? Do we have that same attitude and focus? And I'm thinking in particular about talking, chatting in church. And actually, I was listening before Mass today, and it was all nice and quiet in here, so um, it's nothing to complain about today, but it's not always the case here. And I say this today, I, you may remember six years ago I preached on this point, when we had this gospel text before, that this gospel text we heard with the Lord Jesus getting angry in the temple, it's the only time in the gospels that we see him truly angry. That there are other times when we see him saddened at people refusing to believe at the stubbornness of heart. But the only time we see him truly angry is here. Is here when his father's house, as he puts it, is being abused, when it's being used for something other than worship, when it's not being the house of prayer that Scripture says it was supposed to be. Well, our church here has likewise been consecrated, been set apart to be a house of prayer. And that means we should be treating it as a house of prayer. So let me remind you that the instruction on how we are to gather for Mass, what's called the general instruction of the Missal, says that before Mass and after Mass, the church should be a place of silence so that people are able to pray. And I do sometimes have people complain to me. They say, Father, I can't pray in church because of all the talking around me. And they say, if I can't pray in church, well, where can I pray? So can I remind you, um, and as I say, 
This morning, everyone was perfectly behaved, but to keep the church as a place of prayer, but we do have a porch in which to meet and greet and chat people, a hall in which to meet and greet and chat people. And it's, it's good to socialize, it's good to, to say hello and everything, but to keep those as places to chat and the church as a place where we can pray. To take that in another direction, if the Lord values the house of prayer so much, if he values a place to pray so much, well, it should also be a moment to think about not just places but times to pray. That during Lent, we particularly think about praying, um, but it's also a good moment to be thinking about what place prayer has in my life the rest of the year. That... Yes, the church dedicates places to pray, but we are also called to dedicate times in our lives to pray. So to, to think, do, do I have a pattern in my life when I pray? What is that pattern? When I wake up first thing in the morning, do I have a ready prayer that I'm ready to say to offer the day to the Lord? At the end of the day, do I have some form of prayer routine? Do I have a habit of giving thanks to God for the good things of the day and of saying sorry to him for my sins during that day? To have times of prayer as well as places. So to return to where I began, Pope Francis, well, he's a joyful man, but he's also, as I said, Solomon focused in Holy Mass. And I think we could say that part of the reason he has that joy in his heart is because he's focused at the Mass. And if we likewise, when we come to Mass, are focused, if we're preparing ourselves beforehand, if we're giving thanks to God afterwards, then the joy that can come from that divine connection that the Mass gives us, that joy can be in our hearts, just as truly as we can witness it in Pope Francis.